Tatra here and there. Prashamsadvi by persons engaged in the praise of Dhruva Maharaj. Pati on the path. Vaimanikai carried by different types of aeroplanes. Surai by the demigods. Avakiri Yamana being covered. Dadrishe could see. Kusumai by flowers. Kramasha one after another. Grahan, all the planets of the solar system. <coughs> Translation, please repeat. While Jura Maharaj was passing through space, he gradually saw all the planets of the solar system. And on the path, he saw all the demigods in their aeroplanes, showering flowers upon him like rain. Purport by Divine Grace. A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. There is a Vedic version, Yasmin Vigyate Sarvam Evam Vigyatam Bhavati, which means that by knowing the Supreme Personality of Godhead, everything becomes known to the devotee. Similarly, by going to the planet of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, one can know all the other planetary systems on the path to Vaikund. We should remember that Jura Maharaja's body was different from our bodies. While boarding the Vaikuntha airplane, his body changed to a completely spiritual golden hue. No one can surpass the higher planets in a material body. But when one gets a spiritual body, he can travel not only to the higher planetary system of this material world, but even to the still higher planetary system known as Vaikuntha Loka. It is well known that Narada Muni travels everywhere, both in the spiritual and material worlds. <clears throat> it should be noted also that while Suniti, Suniti is Juru Maharaj's mother, was going to Vaikuntha Loka, she also changed her body into a spiritual form. Like Sri Suniti, every mother should train her child to become a devotee like Juru Maharaj. Suniti instructed her son even at the age of five years, to be unattached to worldly affairs and to go to the forest to search out the Supreme Lord. She never desired that her son remain at home comfortably without ever undertaking austerities and penances to achieve the favor of the Supreme Personality of God. Every mother like Suniti must take care of her son and train him to become a brahmachari from the age of five years and to undergo austerities and penances for spiritual realization. The benefit will be that if her son becomes a strong devotee like Dhruva, 
Certainly, not only will he be transferred back home, back to God, but she will also be transferred with him to the spiritual world. Even though she may be unable to undergo austerities and penances in executing devotional service. While Juga Maharaj was passing through space, he gradually saw all the planets of the solar system, and on the path he saw all the demigods in their airplanes showering flowers upon him like rain. So, just like when a hero comes back from war, they have a parade for him. It's called the ticker tape parade. They throw these confetti paper at him as he's coming through. So, just like this, to honor him. So, just like this, Juga Maharaj is leaving the material world. Um, in this sense, he's a hero. And these demigods are honoring him by throwing so many flowers on him. That's their way of honoring him. They're throwing their flowers. He has become successful. <coughs> Here it's explained, Srila Prabhupada explained that he did not go within, in a material body. His body was purely, was pure, was spiritualized upon entering the airplane and it became golden, which is the color of bhakti. The color of Radharani is also golden. The color of Lord Chaitanya is golden. So in this way, he became purified. But he, he was going up and he was thinking, he was getting on this plane and he was thinking, uh, how can I go without being grateful to my uh, Shiksha Guru? my mother, who gave me, you know, awakened in me the desire to become Krishna conscious. 
So that's the nature of a devotee. He's very grateful. He's a gentleman. He's very grateful. Chanakya Pandit also mentions that's the nature of a civilized person. He's very grateful. So he was thinking, how can I go without giving some benefit to my mother, who was, has helped me so much? Um, also, it is explained that because of her prayers to Juru Maharaj, um, he also was able to advance spiritually because of the prayers of his mother. <coughs> so because of this influence, he was able to um, undergo these austerities, help of uh, his mother. Um, in the previous verse, of course, Srila Prabhupada takes a very humble attitude and says that by the help and blessings of his disciples, he will also become perfect. <laughs> um, of course, uh, Prabhupada is the most perfect uh, uh, person. It's not that he needs his, our help, but he was taking this humble attitude. Um, uh, sometimes Srila Prabhupada would manifest this, this attitude of being one of the devotees or being a humble servant to Krishna. <coughs> when he was asked, what is your quality, what is your, what is your power, he said, I'm just a servant of Krishna, that is the power. And uh, I'll tell a little story. Rupanuga Prabhu told me the story, which happened on 26 Second Avenue. Not many know this story. Um, at that time, they were instituting the, the process of serving prashanam by the devotees standing up and getting in line for the prashanam. They just instituted that. So Rupanuga was uh, announcing to the devotees how to do it. You know? um, so he said to, then to the devotees, now, I want you all to stand up. Please get in line and get a plate and then you will be served your prasadam, okay? So all the devotees, please stand up and get in line. So all the devotees stood up. <clears throat> and Rupanuga was looking at the line. Right in the middle of the line, Srila Prabhupada was standing. <laughs> One of the devotees getting in line just to take Thinking he was humble devotee. I'm one of the devotees, so why shouldn't I come stand on line with everyone else? So in this way, he showed his his great humility, um, as we saw in the previous purport, he was um, thanking his his disciples for, uh, or he was asking his disciples to um, become advanced spiritually, so he may become benefited. <coughs> uh, so once uh, someone asked you about how, um, what was the relationship? between the spiritual master and the disciple in the Shikshastaka. Since, since the Shikshastaka of Lord Chaitanya, all truths are present there. The devotee was, he wanted to know where the relationship between the spiritual master and the disciple was in the Shikshastaka. So Srila Prabhupada said, Amanina Manavim. So, Amanina uh, Manavena, mutual respect, we can say, 
or Amanina, we are not looking for respect, but Manadena, we are looking to give respect. So in this way, Srila Prabhupada showed us how he was respecting his, his own devotees, his own disciples. Um, and at the same time, um, he was receiving their respect also. So that's the nature of love. It's, it's a mutual thing, it's something between the two, like this. So we can understand also that the, the love that uh, Suniti had for Juru Maharaj uh, helped him advance spiritually. Recently, uh, I also had my mother passed away, so I was able to meditate on this. <coughs> um, it's amazing how the Srimad Bhagavatam is a living scripture that t touches your heart of each individual person. So I was thinking what, what verse I would have to purport the verse there would be. And this is something that recently happened to me, so I was very um, affected by it. So this verse, the Srimad Bhagavatam, is um, purifying me by this, by this knowledge. Um, and uh, we all have mothers and fathers who maybe at one point they were not very favorable to our becoming devotees, but still, somehow or other, they gave us their love. And uh, they were loving a devotee. So what, what greater boon is there for someone to love a devotee for many, many years? You know, 50, 60 years, 40 years, loving the Lord. So this was an amazing thing. So in this way, uh, they become benefited. We can speak coldly, philosophically, but the fact is, when there are these loving exchanges, as we see Guru Maharaj, was, there was a loving exchange between himself and his mother. So much so that he didn't want to go to Vaikuntha without his mother. He didn't want to go. <laughs> Wait, what, how about my mother? You know, he was thinking. So this is, he's grateful. Amani Naumanadi, I very respect. So the devotee is a gentleman. Prabhupada said we can conquer the world if we are in 18 days, I think, if we are gentlemen. And ladies and gentlemen, just gentleman. So, Juru is showing his compassion, his gentleman nature, his civilized nature. So devotees also were very kind to all living entities and treat them mercy, with mercy and compassion. Um, they will be effective preachers of Krishna consciousness. Here it's explained that also that the devotee because he worshipped the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is the source of all knowledge. <clears throat> the knowledge of all different planes of existence are also revealed to that devotee. Um, and so Prabhupada quotes the Mandapapanishad, Yasmin Vigyate Sarvam Evam Vigyatam Bhavati. That one, one knows Krishna, everything else is revealed. So in one chance, Hare Krishna, all mantras, 
all Vedic purports are um, given to him when his bhakti is um, and devotion to devotion is so intense that um, he has come to the stage of purity. One thing I it uh, touched me uh, in the purports about Dhruva Maharaj, his, his determination was very intense. He had a very strong determination to advance spiritually. Rupa Goswami explains that with this determination, enthusiastic determination, we can advance spiritually. Otherwise we become complacent and we lose our, let's say, drive to advance. Srila Prabhupada also said that that determination of that enthusiasm will come in a letter he wrote. This will come when you follow, you arise early and participate in the morning program. You will become enthused. This will give you enthusiasm to uh, follow the process of devotional service. This material world is not a easy place. We have this, these, these material bodies which we're trying to purify by using them in Christian service. So it is a very difficult situation. Sometimes it is very uh, um, austere for the devotees. Uh, we have to rise early. Our mind says, no, why rise early? No one will see me. Take, a rest. Take more rest. You need it. But here we can see how Jura um, Maharaja's determination and beyond all considerations whether things were difficult or not, he, 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 he was very determined to reach the goal of Krishna consciousness. So, now I'd like to give an update how many of you have gone on the curriculum? A few have gone. So I'll give an update. Before, in, in the U.S., during World War II, after the movie, they would have a newsreel about the war effort. So, like this, I'd like to explain a little bit about our curriculums. I had the great fortune of going with Jagataka Maharaj. Uh, he, he goes to each one of the, each four of the Pradikramas every day. So I was able, today I couldn't go, unfortunately, because I'm here. But uh, we were able to go with him to this, to these uh, four different, the Bengali, the Hindi, Russian, and international groups. So there's a very, uh, inspiring experience. Each of these holy places vibrates with special blessings for the devotees. In different places you receive different blessings um, in devotional service. Apart from the fact that the islands are different aspects of devotional service, each different place 
has a specific boon for the devotees. <clears throat> Yesterday, or the day before, we went to Su Suvarna uh, Bi Bihar, no? Suvarna Bihar, <clears throat> um, which was existing from Satya Yuga, the King Suvarna Sena. And there are, you can see ruins from Saki Yuga there. Because Suvarna Vigraha is the, is the golden form of Lord Chaitanya. Bihar is moving, so he is, uh, this is the place of dancing. So we, uh, uh, we first received the, the, the international group, then the Hindi devotees came. And we, we got them to dance. Nitai Goranga, Nitai Goranga, they all danced, they all got up and danced. It's very beautiful. So um, it's a place where you, the dancing is more powerful than it. You dance there, you get great, great benefit. <coughs> then yesterday we went to, uh, what is the, Panchavemi, which are the five confluence of five sacred rivers there. And where the demigods sport still, they come there to sport. So there we met uh, the uh, Russian devotees were there. And uh, Jagataka Maharaj, he was trying to encourage some competition between them. <laughs> Who will serve nicer, nicely? <clears throat> Who will pick up after themselves? You know? And so this way, uh, he was fanning the uh, fire of competition between the devotees. Uh, then we went to Nishingapoli, where we were Nishinga, uh, cleansed his hands after killing Hiranyakashipu. That was before the first day. Uh, where else? Each group, sometimes we duplicated we were waiting for one group, another group came. Uh, then yesterday we went to Vidyanagara, where the Lord studied, Lord Chaitanya studied, the place he received knowledge from Brihaspati, who incarnated as or Sarvabhauma, Ganga Das, Ganga Das. Also Sarvabhauma of place is there. In, in that same place, we did not So in different, different places, different vibrations, I was explaining that the psychics, they have this thing where they can feel an object and know where it's been and so many things. So all this, this holy land is vibrating with the uh, touch of the lotus feet of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Lord Nityananda. So it is actually very spiritually, just being here, just walking here. Um, what is the uh, walking? One step is like one Ashwamedha Yajna or something like on the Parikram. So like this, the, this place is very holy. Also here in Mayapur, we began to walk all over the Dham with my companion here. And uh, we were seeing the different places, even close here to Mayapur, 
not only the holy places, but different places where devotees live and, and uh, engage in their spiritual activities. We saw the making of uh, date gourd. They make it in the back. Some ladies are making it with straw, their straw fires. And then we, we saw the the beehives, or the bee, uh, what do you call it? Panels they're making, they're making uh, honey, they're taking honey. There's also big honey production in the back. These are hidden places. And of course the cows, not only at our grow shop, we saw the cows, but the devotees also have cows. Mother Hrimati, uh, he also has his cows. So we were able to visit different devotees' goshans, which was very nice, and see how many devotees are actually building. The Russians are winning, of course, in the building, but they're making so many buildings. <laughs> There's two left, if you still want to buy. Two apartments. The Russians are building like, like crazy. So like this, as the, as our temple, as our main temple goes up and up, the city around it is being formed and formed. So like this, the Dham is a mystical place. Just like Vrindavan, if you walk around Vrindavan, you see different things. It is, a, it is very mystical. So here in Mayapur also, it's very mystical. Not only the holy places that we visit, but everywhere you go is some special, has some special rasa or some special thing to it, a vibration. So we should be very, we should try to be very receptive to these spiritual vibrations. The Holy Dham, Lord Chaitanya's birthplace was discovered by the spiritual perception Jagannath Das Babaji was able to feel and perceive the, the place where Lord Chaitanya was, was appeared. Also the Goswamis, when they went to Vrindavan, there, there was no, everything was just forest. There was no, they had to somehow or other find these holy places that uh, through Krishna's help, of course, Shimati Radharani, Krishna's help, they were able to discover these places. But also because of their spiritual advancement, they were able to perceive the spiritual nature of these holy places. So that means the holy places are giving off this very uh, divine vibration which we can perceive and appreciate. So this is a movement of appreciation. And that's also what Amanina Amanadena means. That's also Juga Maharaja's um, feeling of appreciation. So we should appreciate the service of other devotees. Um, everyone is serving Krishna. In the spiritual world, it is a world of appreciation. It is not a linear place of hierarchy but a world of appreciation where everyone appreciates the service of others. So that's what I'm getting from Juru Maharaj, um, from his, uh, from the preaching of the Srimad Bhagavatam.
And as devotees, I think this is our, um, this is the, um, what's the emblem or the, the, uh, it's the, the devotee's, uh, not an emblem, it's his, it's his quality, his, his divine quality that he's able, he is able to appreciate the service of others. There's one devotee in Brazil, Danvantini Maharaj, I don't know if many of you know him. The nature of Maharaj is he remembers all the service other devotees have done. In any given time he can say, he can repeat all the wonderful service that any devotee has done. And I always marvel watching him uh, do this because it is such a, such a wonderful thing. How he, this, this gift he has, hoping that one day maybe that gift will, will also rub off. You get old and memory goes. But somehow or other, if we can appreciate just a little bit the service of others, and in this way worship the devotees of Lord Chaitanya, our life will be successful. Sri Nityananda Ram, Sri Nityananda Prabhu said, anyone who worships Lord Chaitanya, I, I will worship him. So, and Lord Chaitanya also glorified the devotees so many times. So I'll end here. If there's some questions, is there... Hare Krishna. Uh, respected Prabhuji, as you focused in your lecture, Amanna Manajan Kirtaniya Shadavari. You should respect and appreciate each and everybody, but you should never consider to get respect. Yeah. It is the also teaching of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in, in the Vaishnava system. But mostly we, we occur that uh, we say by lip service, I am the servant. I am your servant, but mostly when we need the help of our devotees and well-wishers, those are mostly in the disciplic succession of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, they don't cooperate and support, mostly they hostile and harass. They do what? Harass. When we occur and when we have the need of the support and cooperation of our devotees, at that moment they forget the this slogan, Amanina Manadev Kirtaniya Sadahari. They mostly harass and hostile the duty. 98% cases it occurs. Uh, why they should support the duty? Why did they forget it? Uh, why do, do not they follow it? What is the main reason in behavior? Hare Krishna. Then they need you to tell them. <coughs> Everyone is forgetting in this material world. This material world is a world of forgetting. So it is not surprising. It is surprising those who do not forget. Those, that is surprising. But to forget is not surprising. Everyone is forgetting. So it is up to you to remind them. Prabhupada wrote me a letter also once. One letter. I'll, I'll 
This is the wish of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. That Yare Dako Tare Kaho Krishna Upadesh. Everyone you see or meet, tell them about Krishna. Amara Gyai Guru Hoy Tare Adesh. And by command you become a guru and save this land. This was also the mission of my Guru Maharaj. And it is my mission. You will perfect your life if you make it also your mission. People everywhere are suffering on account of being led by blind leaders who are devoid of all knowledge of the soul. Such foolish men lead other foolish men, and all concerned suffer. When one blind man leads another, the result is that both of them fall into the ditch. Therefore, there is a requirement for a section of the society to become first-class men, free of the influence of the modes of material nature, who can understand the mission of this uh, and understand the mission of this human form of life and who can teach it to others. I am trying to create these men, but it is hard, for people have become lost of all intelligence due to the coverings of the three modes of material nature. So I am one man alone. Yet now, there are so many nice boys and girls like you to help me push on this movement in my old age. I thank you very much for your sincere efforts and you have my blessings that you will without a doubt be successful if you stick to the regular principles and chant at least 16 rounds a day. Surely, Krishna will recognize your service. And as soon as you are recognized by Krishna, then your life immediately becomes perfect. So continue preaching. So, people are suffering. Don't think that uh, everyone will understand this Amani <laughs> principle, but you... Thank you, you very much, Prabhuji. You, 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 you can teach them. Thank you very much for focusing on this issue to preach the Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu statements and follow the super project structure. Hare Krishna. No. This attachment of Jiva Maharaj to his mother is a question I'd like to ask about. Uh, Prabhupada was once quoted as saying that if we're attached to a sunrise or a sunset, I forget which one, in this material world, we will not be able to go back to Godhead. And then, you know, there's a famous prayer of Queen Kunti, where she's, Krishna's leaving to go to the Rishnis, who are her relatives, and she's attached to the Pandavas, who are her relatives, and they're all devotees of the Lord. So she prays to Krishna, please, just let me give up all this attachment and just be attached to you. So the question is, is, is what is material attachment and what is spiritual attachment? If Dhruva's attachment to his mother was spiritual and not material, why wasn't Kunti's attachment to her devotee children and devotee relatives material and not spiritual? So it's, it's really hard to, to, to judge. So I was wondering if you could speak on this or say something. Uh, it has to do with Krishna's interest, how Krishna is interested. So just like Suniti, uh, you can say, was a devotee because she was devoted to her devotee son. 
because Lord Vishnu says, you cannot be my devotee. Being my devotee means to be the devotee of my devotee. So certainly she was a devotee because she was devoted to her devo devotee son. In that way. So in this way she was also in the same position as Kunti, in one sense. Even though, but look, just see, even though she was not qualified in one sense, she became qualified because of her son's... But that's not material. Why but Dhruva Maharaj was attached, or let's say... Dhruva Maharaj never showed his attachment to her materially. He just thought that she was taking on this role, as Prabhupada explained in other purports, of the of, of his shiksha guru. So he was he was very grateful, just like we are grateful for someone who gives us some something in Krishna consciousness. We are very grateful. So in this way, he was showing his gratitude. We show gratitude from one devotee to another. Sometimes someone is not you know, so much of a devotee, but they help us come to Krishna consciousness, you know, somehow or other. And we're grateful to them. And that person becomes benefit because Krishna is pleased. And Krishna says this in Bhagavad Gita, he's pleased by it. So you're saying that Dhruva wasn't attached to his mother, he was grateful to his mother. So that's the difference? I'm saying that she was a devotee. And his attachment to his mother as a devotee was 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 justified spiritually. It wasn't a material attachment, certainly. Therefore, Krishna is in our heart, and there's loving exchanges between devotees. Why would Dhruva Maharaj, a great Mahabhagavat devotee, why would he be on the bodily platform of life? It's not possible. But at the same time, he understood that my mother has given, what is the Vartmana Pradarshaka Guru? She's the person who's giving me Krishna consciousness. She pushed me. She prayed for me. So that has to do. That's what I was explaining. A devotee, even though his parents may be material, there's a relationship. Whenever there's a relationship with devotees, Krishna has something to do with it. Isn't it? You were making the statement that Prabhupada said that if uh, everyone was a devotee, every, if everyone was a gentleman, yeah. then, he, then he could spread this movement worldwide in 18 days. So what is the definition of a gentleman? One definition is that he is someone for whom no one is put into distress. The classic definition. What is, what is the definition of Prabhupada's soul? Well, I, as I was explaining and emphasizing in class, respect, amani respect is one of the most important uh, aspects of a gentleman. You know, ladies know that because he opens, can I open the door for you? No. There's respect. Our mothers know that we respect them, so they they feel protected. So respect 
If someone is respectful, he will become uh, he will become honored. Just like I'll give an example, a little close to home. My son. If some of you have met my son, he's very respectful, and because of that, everywhere we go, people say, "Where's your son? <laughs> Where's it? Is your son coming? They want to see my son." because he's so respectful to people. And so, I realized, wow, this, 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 this point of being respectful to people. Even Prabhupada said, we, don't, we look on the ground. How many, how many devotees are still looking on the ground when they walk? To see if they step on some insect. So we don't want to cause distress to them, as you said. But that's also respect because we don't want to cause any suffering to anyone. And everyone is suffering. We want to, on the contrary, we want to alleviate that suffering. Magnan magnanimity of the heart is when you want to lift the suffering. It's not material. That's the spiritual suffering. That's, that's the devotee. That's the devotee. It's compassion. In other places, the Prabhupada says that uh, this society which is controlled uh, by demons cannot be, uh, cannot become Christian conscious simply by gentleman-like behavior. This is only applicable to the innocent people. He also said there will be ultimately a battle. But what? There will ultimately also be a battle because the society is controlled by demonic people. Abhirampadu, he said in Vrindavan uh, two weeks back, that Sri Prabhupada said in 1977 that uh, the world is controlled by men eating rakshasas and joy, drinking the blood of their own children. So? So that seems to contradict the statement of Bishop. Being a gentleman. Yeah, that simply by being gentleman-like, uh, we can uh, create a Christian consciousness. Sometimes being a gentleman doesn't work. In diplomacy, one of the things is to be a gentleman. Sometimes it doesn't work. <laughs> but, but sometimes the Prophet is misquoted. I think the quote is incorrect. Amani namanadena? No, the quote that we can conquer the world in 18 days simply by uh, gentleman-like behavior. I think it is an incomplete quote. There it's the Prophet's service. Yeah, but there are many quotes that here. Give him the Give him some. What I remember, Prabhupada said, we can conquer the world in 18 days if you all followed my instructions. That's, that's, the, that's, the, that's the praman. Yeah. yeah. Of course, so, Prabhupada mentions about being a gentleman and being... Uh, I, don't, I, I have to you know, look, look into that and see what the, uh, seems to be a discussion, argument about that point. Um, well, the, can, about the perfect gentleman, can I comment on sure, that? Sure, sure. On morning walk, there was a discussion. Prabhupada was saying we have to become the genuine Vaishnavas, mm. not the show bottle Vaishnavas. Mm. 
So someone asked, how do we know who is the genuine Vaishnava? Prabhupada said, the genuine Vaishnava is a perfect gentleman. Yeah. Well, in many places. Many places he mentions it. I don't, you don't have to necessarily have exactly that 18 days, was it 20 days or 18 days? Um, we have the example of Srila Prabhupada himself. Anybody who's met Srila Prabhupada, he was, he was a perfect gentleman. He was very heavy sometimes, but he was, uh, uh, you, uh, your head was taken off, but you liked it. You know? <laughs> you, uh, he was very heavy, but he, because he was such a gentleman, you didn't mind. You know? So in this way, uh, uh, sometimes it doesn't work, but uh, uh, because there, as you said, there's so many demons, but uh, usually we've seen in uh, media or communications, uh, science, that someone who's very respectful and uh, who's uh, a gentleman, he, his results are more positive. I mean, just on the material platforms, so many more positive results are there. And if someone is like that, as, as um, was pointed out, that's the nature of the devotee. That's part of his nature. And this is what I was bringing out. This was Jura Maharaj's nature. He could have said, my mother, let her come some other day. <laughs> what does she have to come? Let her come on her own merits. Why should she come? But he was very grateful. Gratitude is also, apart from respect, gratitude is also part of a civilized person. These are qualities of a devotee that automatically come about. In one sense, this concept, yasmin vigyate sarvam evam vigyatam bhavati, is also that, that one, by worshipping Krishna, all these qualities automatically manifest. Spirit, you know, spiritual and uh, very positive material qualities, also a different. A, uh, what is it called? Subproduct of our devotional service. But certainly in the character of His Divine Grace, we can see that much of His, apart from the, the spiritual aspect of His teaching Krishna consciousness, giving Krishna consciousness, he was able to endear himself to so many different range of different people that came to him because of his the way he treated them. Everyone who came received prasana. He was very, you know, he, he made sure. When I went to him in Los Angeles, I went into his garden and I sat on the on the, on the grass, and he said, to, he, he had his servant come, give him something to sit on. He didn't want me to sit on the grass. So give him some place to sit. Here I was, a lowly, you know, twenty-something-year-old, you know, nothing. And your problem was offering me a seat. You know. <laughs> so I mean, and this, these things endear us to the signs. Civilized people. So at least we should become civilized devotees. You know, and be respectful to everyone. There's some problem with being respectful. 
being gentlemen with someone. That's the nature of the devotee. The devotee is kind-hearted. He's kind-hearted with everyone. He greets everyone. We were walking in, in park in Caracas with Prabhupada. And a man, people were jogging, you know, and this one man comes and he sees from the problem and he says, Buenos dias, which means good morning in, in Spanish. So Srila Prabhupada asks Sri Dhananamaraj, what does this mean? And Sri Dhananamaraj says, this means good morning. And Prabhupada says, ah, in Spanish he says, buenos dias, Prabhupada says. In Spanish he says, <laughs> so he was, uh, then he said to everyone, buenos dias. <laughs> so he was, uh, he was very much uh, a gentleman. And he is the child. So if we want to have success as devotees, we emulate the most successful devotee. Jura Maharaj is also a successful devotee. Prabhupada, you can also become successful. And maybe by your mercy, by all your mercy, maybe I also can become successful. So it's nine o'clock and I will finish here. Anyone else who wants to ask something afterwards, I'll, I'll, I'll stay for a while to discuss. Okay? You want to make a comment or a, or a question? Ah, Krishna. Yeah, I owe you one. All glory to Prabhupada. Hare Krishna.